Hello, welcome back to the Mid-Tier Run Podcast. Uh, My name is Tucker Williams, your host, and I am going to be talking about how to get into Super Smash Bros. Ultimate competitively. So I have started, um, or I started Competitive Ultimate almost a year ago. Uh, I started on October 27th with my first local, and um, yeah, I'll go over more of how I got into it um, after I talk about this first thing. But I want to know how you guys' day is doing. Hope you've been doing well. I can only wish the best of luck to you to the next few weeks. It's going to be pretty crazy. My birthday is coming up. I'm going to turn a big fat 14, that one teenager that literally no one cares about. But you know what? We'll work with it. Anyways, we're going to um, get into how to get into Super Smash Bros. Ultimate competitively. <clears throat> so... What you're going to need to get into Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, the basic things, is going to be Super Smash Bros. Ultimate itself. Obviously, it's on the Switch for $60. Bucks. Um, I highly recommend it. Super fun game. Really fun to get into. And if you don't want to get into it competitively, still fun to play around with your friends. Mess around. Do some casual timer smash. I don't know. Play Captain Falcon. Um, so, if uh, you want to do competitive Ultimate, I will say... Uh, you're going to have to pick a controller of your choice. I personally use a GameCube controller. I have my Genesis 7 GameCube controller right behind me. Um, but it doesn't have to be a GameCube controller. I've heard a lot of good talk about the Pro Controller. And I've heard a lot of good talk about different controllers. Now, um, I've also heard bad. And for instance, there's that one uh, slime controller from Dragon Quest. I wouldn't recommend using that. I mean, if your personal preference is to use the Dragon Quest slime controller go for it. But I will say, I don't know how the input lag is on that. I don't know if I'd recommend it personally. But uh, Joy-Con is something I'd like to talk more about um, because I think Joy-Con, when you look at it, it does not seem like a awful idea. But I definitely think that it has its cons that just... Cons, yeah, I know, I get it. Um, Definitely has its cons that might just not... Uh, help you play as fast and um, be able to press buttons and move around as fast and as optimal as some other players using a GameCube controller or a um, Pro controller. Um, So essentially what I'm getting to at is Joy-Cons, the drift. Most people know about that by now. And also the problem is with uh, buttons, just they're kind of small and uncomfortable. The controller in general is very uncomfortable. Like I said, this is all very much personal preference, but I would highly recommend not using the Joy-Con and recommend going with the Pro Controller or GameCube. Um, if you do use the GameCube controller, you're going to need a adapter. Uh, I have the original just Wii U GameCube adapter, but you could probably find some off-brand, and there have been talk about uh, problems with lag, uh, disconnections with uh, these off-brand adapters, but I think that it should all work out. Um, if you can at least find a somewhat okay one. Um, that's basically what you're really going to need to get into competitive. I'm going to talk more about tournaments in general, but I think I just went over what you would like or to have. Uh, hand warmers is also a good one. I've uh, been planning to use those if tournaments get back into play because I definitely think keeping your hands warm in the winter months is a very important thing. Uh, if you get very sweaty hands like me, I don't know if that's a puberty thing or something, I would highly recommend bringing a rag, whether it be wet or not, doesn't really matter. But just wipe off your hands mid-game, um, something to just help you get relief from that. 
Um, so those are all the things I would recommend. I'll go into tournaments later, like I said. But I'm going to get into how I got into Ultimate. So for the longest time, I have had a cousin 10 years older than me. Um, and he is an awesome person. Great guy. Um, he's the one, he's kind of was my only friend as a kid. And uh, sorry if I get a little personal here, but he was kind of my only friend as a kid. And I got to hang out with him the most. I kind of grew attached to him. And he was kind of like the person I've always looked up to, probably more than my mom and dad, honestly. Um, he kind of led me down this path of gaming and what it's all about, and I grew up loving it. I have a lot of other cousins that do a lot of other things that I care super deeply about, um, but I do all the things that my cousins do, which is pretty funny. Um, and definitely gaming is one of the things I've taken on as a challenge, a personal challenge for me, even if it's not as big as a reward as if I were to become a pro tennis player or a pro pianist and making videos online. I prefer to stick with gaming as well. I like to do a variety of things, um, which maybe I'll talk about in a later episode. But um, I'm going to say now that if you have a family member or friend who does competitive ultimate that can help you get into it, I would highly recommend you talk to them about getting into your ultimate scene because that is going to help you very much and it's just going to give you a really big boost in motivation and support and just general knowledge um i think that i got lucky um he uh runs our local here in the chica reading scene and if you ever are in chica reading i'd highly suggest coming to it it's that hero's corner tournament's called a hero's journey super duper fun everyone's super nice really good players um always willing to give you tips and i definitely think that it's just something uh, not everyone has. So to people who don't have it, I have some friends that uh, don't have family members or friends, uh, not counting me. Um, I have some friends that got into it kind of without me. I just kind of mentioned it once or twice and they heard that I was doing it and they got into it too, which I guess hearing it from another person that or that another person does it would be a way to get into it. But I definitely suggest that um, and I'll, I'll wait to talk about that when uh, next week um, I'll have my friends here and maybe they'll give their opinions and topics on how to get it, into it when you might not have someone as close that uh, plays ultimate. But if you don't, my only personal opinion and recommendation is that you try and figure out uh, what where you live and you could do anything. If you live in Sacramento here in NorCal, you could say Sacramento Super Smash Brothers ultimate scene, some Facebook group or Twitter posts or whatnot will pop up about tournaments in that scene and you can figure out how to get to them. Um, and I think that that was the most helpful thing for me for how I got into Ultimate and from then it just, the rest is pretty much history. I just got so developed in it. It's so much fun. Um, I Maybe it's just because I live in a better community. I love my community. Um, really, really nice, great people. And if they're listening to this, shout outs to you guys here in Chico Reading. Great people, keep it up. Okay. So I'm going to move on to my next thing here, um, which is just talk about tournaments and how you can find them. So <clears throat> I already said you can look up uh, the name of your scene and then put Super Smash Brothers Ultimate or something at the end. Um, that's definitely a way to find tournaments in your area. However, I would recommend if you would like to start attending majors and super majors, you could start looking them up on YouTube or on Smash.gg. And you can find that they run these tournaments there on their websites and you can figure out how to enter and how to compete in those. 
I personally have not competed in a major or super major yet. Uh, I was going to compete in Genesis 7, but school got in the way, and I ended up getting to go, but not as a competitor, as a watcher. Still super-duper fun. Um, and I would just like to say that one of the things that I think will be very hard for some people is depending on where they live, because some people who maybe live in Alaska uh, might find it a little bit harder. I don't know much about the Alaska scene, um, but if you live in Alaska and you started getting a scene going, uh, props to you. That is impressive. I am excited to see that there is people doing competitive Smash Bros. tournaments in Alaska. I honestly think we should host a major there. That would be lit. Um, but anyways, off my tangent here. Um, I think that something that can help get in is just using the internet, knowing keywords to look for. If you already know of a local in your area that you want to figure out what time it is, what date it is, you could probably look it up on smash.gg or challenge. If they don't run it on there, you might have to communicate with some other members by maybe looking their name up on Twitter, um, finding their handle, something like that. Uh, obviously, it's not consistent all the time, but you might figure out how it works. So there's not much to finding tournaments after I realized um, it's really about where you live. And it's going to be much different for everyone. For me, it was pretty simple because my cousin is the one running the locals. But some people might not know anyone in the scene. And they're going to have to get into it by themselves. And if you do, I don't think that it's a downside. I definitely think that you should still get into it. It's going to be completely worth it in the long run. Okay. <clears throat> After that, I'm going to talk about the benefits and what you can gain from going to tournaments. Um. So I think the first thing I'm going to go over is a pretty a pretty uh, obvious one, and that's experience. You gain experience fighting against others. Players better than you, players worse than you, players just as good as you. And I'll say this, players that are just as good as you are super fun to play against makes for the funniest and best sets because you both have about the same knowledge of the game. You can figure out um, what you want to do from there, and you're kind of just playing against what you know against what your opponents knows and knowing that they don't know everything. So they might not even know everything about your character. Maybe you get lucky, you know. Maybe you get lucky in bracket. Um, but I'm going to just explain uh, experience. So experience is something that takes a while. To, I mean, obviously. For me, I still don't have anywhere near enough experience. I've played probably about 1,600 hours, um, which I guess is nothing compared to uh, higher-level players. But for me, it's about 1,600 hours on my Switch in general. I would like to say that hours normally don't mean anything because I could spend 1,600 hours on World of Light um, and not go to any tournaments. And if you want to get into competitive, you might not want to be playing as much World of Light and focusing more on uh, labbing and whatnot. And labbing is a whole other topic I'm going to talk about in another podcast. But I think for now we'll um, we'll stick to uh, the the benefits and gains of tournaments. I believe that tournaments are the best way to improve in Smash Bros. Um, and I think that in order to get experience, it just takes time. You got to get on that grind. It's definitely going to help more um, when there's a player willing to give you. Uh, my next topic here is tips. When a player is willing to give you tips, that is the most helpful thing I have ever gotten. I have never gotten more information looking up on a video or a website than just asking a player after a set, hey, is there anything I did wrong? And is there anything I did right that I should keep my gameplay? Those are great questions to ask. And uh, depending on the level of player, I would recommend maybe maybe not saying that. Because if you're playing against a lower level player, um, 
and I'm not being mean to the lower level players, but if you're playing against a player that maybe it's his first time and maybe he's just not that good, you can hold that off um, and just maybe not mention it. Just walk away, whether you won or lose. Um, just be like, <laughs> that was a good game. But I think if you're playing against someone just as good as you or someone that seems better than you, I definitely suggest asking those questions. Um, I have asked those questions multiple times, multiple, multiple times, and I have all my answers on a sheet of paper in a notebook, and I've been writing them down ever since October. I definitely think asking for tips is one of the greatest things you can do, and normally people are pretty nice about it. They'll be like, hey, I noticed you were uh, jump get up too much, you jump get up too much, and I'd punish it with the back air, and you die. So I definitely think asking tips is just nice because you're going to figure out information you might have not uh, worried about or had prior knowledge to, and they're going to give you matchup tips, uh, general tips on your gameplay and mixing up, or just fun facts about the game that you may have not known. Um, but tips is definitely another thing that I'd say you get from tournaments. Another thing is making new friends. I've made tons of new friends, even though they really aren't my friends' friends. They're still great people that are always willing to chat with me and give me tips whenever I ask for them off uh, tournaments and whenever or whenever we just want to play. When I'm at uh, playing at a friend's house and there's a few more people I know from tournaments, they'll I can walk up to them and be like, hey, want to play? And they know me. They'll be like, yeah, sure, 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 we'll play. And then we gain tips from that, um, which Smash Fests is a whole other thing I didn't uh, talk was planning on talking about, but I'd just like to say if there's a Smash Fest in your area, I definitely highly suggest going to it. Just a fun little party thing where you all sit down and play uh, Smash Bros. Um, great way to get tips and whatnot, uh, as I said before, but except it's not for money, it's not as serious, it's, it's a little more people are trying to play their hardest, but it's not like it's for anything. They're not worried about losing anything, and you're really only gaining stuff. <clears throat> So I think that's all I'm going to talk about from the benefits and what you gain. Um, and I, I, I'm going to go into talking about how you could um, expect a tournament to go. And like I said, I have not been to as many tournaments as others. So this is going to be a sort of year one opinion on how you might think one would go. Um, this depends on how big it is. Obviously, what uh, scene you're in, like I said earlier, depends on kind of what's uh, going to happen with how big your tournaments are, how good the players are, how dedicated they are, um, how, my, uh, how much money is in there, uh, the pool. But I think um, what you should normally expect is a double elimination, <clears throat> 1v1, and just you're going to sit down at a monitor, you're going to play two games or three, depending on how it goes. <clears throat> and you're just going to try and get as far as you can in a bracket. Not all are double elimination. Um, some like to play three out of five sets early on in the tournament, which I think would take way too long, and i die of exhaustion. But some people like to do that. And you know what? Whatever. Um, but I definitely think that those are some things I would expect the most of. Some things that might be a little different is... Uh, Money prize pool, if you're looking to make money off of this, a year one, I guess. Uh, that's not something I was really looking for, year one, but I definitely say that if you're looking to make money year one, um, the more players that are going to be competing and the better is where the money's going to be at most of the time. If you live in a scene, if you live in the scene where, I don't know, 
um, Void lives might be a little more rough to start winning tournaments because Void is going to constantly be moving around you. You're not going to know what to do. But like I said, obviously, if it's a better player, you're going to get much better tips. Um, And I think that part of the thing is people go in thinking they're going to win. Maybe not their first tournament, but they're hoping, like, maybe my first five tournaments I'll uh, win. Fun fact, I don't think I've even won two sets in a tournament, and it's been almost a year. I have gotten better. I'm not saying you won't improve. I definitely think everyone will at least improve, um, and they'll be about half as much better as they were. But I'm not saying you're probably going to win. You could. It's not impossible, and like I said, depending on what scene you're in, you could win. But it's definitely going to be harder for you as a newer player. Um, And I think... Uh, going back on the experience and everything I've talked about this whole podcast, it all comes into you being just a newer player to tournaments. Um, and I think that it, it might not be as fair for you. You might not think it's as fair, which is completely fair in my eyes. I think it totally makes sense to think it's not as fair. So I'm pretty sure that's all I'm going to talk about. I don't think there's anything more I need to talk about. Uh, that's just what I would expect um, for just how to get into competitive what you should expect, what might happen, and all that fun stuff. Um, I'm, I'll go off one more thing, and that's setups. You can bring your own setup if you have a small enough monitor. Normally, they would like a nicer one. If you have a nice one, you should bring it. Um, they normally like a GameCube adapters. Most people play with GameCube controllers. Uh, but not saying you have to. You might just want one so that people can use it. Um, that's all. Uh, thank you for listening. If you enjoyed... Make sure to keep listening. We're going to try and pump these out every Friday. Uh, you'll see one next Friday, maybe with some more people. I don't know. It's my birthday. Um, I might have a person or two over. We'll talk about their experiences with uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, how they got into it, and all that competitive uh, Ultimate and learning about the game from different uh, perspectives. So, this is Tucker, Derp, signing out. Thank you for listening. And I will see you all later. Good night.